It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. I'm Leah Merrill, joined by Craig Morgan and Steve Peters as always, but we have a special guest today. We are joined by ASU forward and Coyotes prospect and son of someone you all may know very well. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast, Josh Doan. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Josh, we got to start out by discussing something that you just discussed off the air. We have already talked about your dad's uh, prowess, I guess I'll put it with a cell phone. Uh, Lack thereof, I yes. think. Is- <laughs> yes, I was trying to be nice, Petey. Okay. Yeah. And, and you said that you are starting to fall into that habit. So first of all, I would implore you to Follow in your dad's footsteps in most ways, but please do not follow in his footsteps that way. Yeah, yeah. I try to follow my mom's footsteps on everything off the ice. <laughs> Anything on the ice, I follow his footsteps, but off the ice, I look to her more. Yeah, and the reference there is Shane isn't really good at getting back to people quickly by text, email, or phone calls. Extremely busy guy, just like your son Josh has a lot going on between school and hockey. So we understand, but welcome aboard, Josh. Um, uh, We're just looking at your stats earlier today, and absolutely impressive for a freshman, the start you have uh, you have going for the ASU Sun Devils. Um, what was your summer like going from the USHL to ASU, your preparation to get to play at the NCAA level where you're honestly playing against 23 and 24-year-old men? What was your preparation like this summer? Yeah, I think uh, the program here at ASU does an unbelievable job of, of preparing all of the, the freshmen and younger guys where I was just at home training by myself and, and with the group down by the ice den. And then uh, they bring us in in late June and uh, they give us a chance to train for a month and a half with them, with their trainers and skate with some of their older guys. So you're, you're really comfortable by the time the season starts and, and on, that, on that level of strength and, and speed as everyone else because you've been practicing and playing against it all summer. So I think the way they do it is, is something that, no one else really does, but it I think it pays dividends at the end of the day when we all get in. Josh, you're tied for third in the NCAA in points right now, which is, I mean, it's that, that's an unbelievable accomplishment in and of its own right, but you're a freshman. Uh, what has led to this hot start? Yeah, I think just having the opportunity to play right away and, and them putting confidence in, in me and give me a chance to, to kind of play my game with, with guys that are exceptional players and Matthew Copperud, who, who leaves, leads the entire NCAA in points. And then I was playing with Johnny Walker, Colin Tyson, Sean Dewey, all guys that have kind of taken me under their wing to, to start the year and put that confidence and just play my game. And and no matter what happens, uh, just stay confident in yourself. And it's it's been beneficial for me off the start to, to work with some of those guys. Looking at, at this from the outside in, it doesn't look like there's been much of an adjustment for you from – the USHL to the NCAA, but I'm assuming there's more to it than just that. What would you say on that? Yeah, I think it's it's quite an adjustment once you get you get out there for the first game. I I know my first game uh, on the bench before I was I was shaking. I was nervous. You look down the bench and you see the other team, and they're all guys that have played for. And that UMass Lowell team was a really good team. They're obviously doing really well now, but at the time they had a big and old team that was kind of scary to go up against. So. 
I think just kind of the fear of it and then the bigger and faster players, it's the next level is always getting bigger and faster. So that was a big adjustment kind of for me is you go out versus third and fourth line and, and every guy out there is, is an elite player and there for a reason. So you can't take a shift off is, is probably the biggest thing I'd say. The people that might know you and had a chance to see you growing up in this community and playing at the ice den as a, as a kid, um, and they see Doan on the back of your sweater, and, and they're familiar with the way your dad played and how how he played for the Coyotes. That wasn't you. I mean, you weren't you. You didn't have the gift of his size at your age. What did that mean for your development as a young player, and how did it get you to the point you are today? Yeah, I think that's one of the funnier things is growing up. It's when my dad was fourteen; he was six one, six two, and. 205 pounds and I was 5'5", 120 pounds. So it was a different path for both of us, which is why one of the reasons that, that ASU is fortunate enough to, to be in Arizona and give me the opportunity to play for them is I had to take the extra couple of years of college hockey to, to mature and to grow. And and then I think growing up, it was it kind of led to one of my biggest strengths of, of being able to see the ice is as a little kid, you got to make sure you're getting out of the way of checks and, and make quick quick decisions with the puck so you can't hold on to it so it's just kind of learning and, and developing in, in that way and going to different people to ask questions because because my dad is as much as he was helpful for me growing up he's a guy who never went kind of through that similar position so uh, I think growing up guys like Max Domi were kind of big for me when they would talk to me in the locker room because they're guys that that kind of battle through that too I got to ask uh, what it's like being coached by a goalie. And as I mentioned to you in the text message, PD and I are also former goalies. <laughs> yeah. So we have, we have yeah. this perhaps biased opinion that goalies are the smartest guys. No, they are the smartest guys on the ice. There's no doubt. Not biased. They just are. Yeah. You're probably. Right. So, so, so now be, you know, obviously be very careful with your next answer. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think it's awesome. I think it's, as a kid growing up, I, I wanted to be a goalie. And when I was four or five years old, my dad took me outside and shot tennis balls at me really hard. So I didn't make that decision of being a goalie because he wanted me to be a forward like him. But I think it's it's the most important position. So the way they see the game is is a level that we need to see the game in order to keep pucks out of the net and, and defend better. So it's my first time playing in, in front of a, a goalie as a head coach. And in Chicago, my assistant coach was Mike Garman. So he was a goalie up and I love working with Harry he would we go over video more with him than anyone else just because he'd, he'd kind of teach me where to shoot on goalies and what to do to, to create space away from the goalie and I think now coming here with coach Powers he does an unbelievable job and and him being a goalie I mean it, I don't think it makes a difference between coaches if you're a good coach you're a good coach and he does a great job of it well we've talked about um, the adjustment from the US, USHL to the NCAA but besides on the ice it's an adjustment starting at university what's it been like um, adapting to the college life to a class schedule to a college class schedule can you talk a little bit about that yeah I think it's awesome for for everyone it kind of lets you mature a little bit faster and you got to be be more on top of your your priorities with with class and then practice and and games and when you travel, it makes it makes class difficult because you're missing Wednesday to Sunday, so you got to get your work done on the road. But I think it was I think it was Kale Macaro kind of said it a couple of years ago. The reason he went back to to UMass was so he could mature a little bit more, and I can kind of see why he he made that decision. Is you have to kind of learn how to live life on your own here before stepping into the real world. 
All right, Josh, we got to get into the more important stuff now. Um, what are your favorite things to do around campus? What are your, what are the best spots in Tempe around ASU? Yeah, me and my roommates, we like to go rollerblading at night. So we Yeah, I've heard this story. You got to tell them who your roommates are because I know, but yeah. our listeners probably don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm with, with Timmy Lovell, Ty Murchison, and, and Jackson Niedermeyer. So <laughs> we, we got a good group of guys in, in our room and – You'll often find us rollerblading around downtown Tempe at night, down by the the lake and through uh, through Mill Ave, and and then through all like the University Drive. So I don't know. It's an awesome campus. It's way bigger than I anticipated. I I drove by it every every day pretty much my whole life, and never realized how big it was until I got down here. So there's definitely a lot to do, and and we try to make the most of it while we're here. So it's been fun. And are you fun. able to? to manage the, the family aspect of it too. Cause we talked about your family being here and, and I know you've got class, you've got practice, you've got games and you still want to make time for friends that still live in the Valley and family. Do you have time to see your family? Do you go home, bring your laundry on the weekends or how does that work? Yeah, I usually go home. If, if we're at home playing at home during the weekend, Sundays we'll go home. And I'll go eat dinner with them, and a couple of the guys will sometimes come with me just to have a home cooked meal at at the end of the week. And then if we're on the road, we try to go on Sunday, but depending on what time we get in and how the travel schedule is like, we we're usually cutting it close. So it's been good though. I go usually every other Tuesday. I'll go to the mall with my mom and and go catch lunch with her because it's in between <laughs> it's in between my place and their place. So I get I get enough time with my family while I'm here. It's been nice. You didn't answer the laundry question, uh, Josh. I, I noticed you left that out. Who's doing your laundry other than Lochner? <laughs> no, I, I got my laundry done here. My mom taught me before I left. So Oh, that's beautiful. So I figured it out so you're separating yeah. everything out, darks, colors, and, and whites. Yeah, you got all that done. No, we, we just throw it all in together and hope for the best. <laughs> Cross your fingers. <laughs> so we were talking a little bit about some of the things you may have taken from your dad and the size difference between you two at similar ages. Have you had to had have you had to toss cattle around when you're up at the ranch? I'm curious. Tyson Nash tells me horror stories of trying to brand, learning how to brand <laughs> cattle. <laughs> no, no, they they haven't had any cattle up there since since he was younger. So I haven't had to do any of that stuff. Mostly just just hanging out with the horses and the family up there. And and then one summer they made me do fencing, which was a nightmare. And <laughs> I see where my dad's forearm strength comes from from that, just because that's the worst two hours of your life and I only did two hours he did a whole month of it so you can see where he got his his farmer strength from is that uh we were talking are you talking like barbed wire that you're hanging up there yeah like the fencing on the to keep the horses inside the land so you have to go around yeah. and pull barbed wire around poles and tighten it and it's a it's a struggle I don't even know half the time what I'm doing. I'm just doing what I'm told from my grandpa. Yeah, you can get cut up pretty badly. I've actually done that. It is brutal work. It's absolutely brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you're heading on the road this weekend, right? So are you taking off tomorrow? No, no, we're at home this weekend versus St. Thomas. Oh, yeah. St. Thomas. See, I was already head to Quinnipiac. See? That's and that's yeah. what you can't do, Josh. You can't look past St. Thomas. Look at that set. Wow. No. I wasn't, I didn't do that on purpose, but I looked by St. Thomas because it's a team that's coming out of Division Three out of Minnesota. They're a suburb of St. Paul. It's a team that's just getting new into the NCAA um, program, similar to what ASU went through a few years ago. So they're still learning. They're still draft or not drafting, recruiting players. So they're probably not to the level that that ASU is at right now. So 
you know, again, you're at home. It's a weekend that you can't look past like I just did. Um, how do you scout and prepare for these teams that you're going to play? And I know in the NHL, you were watching video and we're having meetings. So we're always prepared for that opponent. Do you go through the same kind of routine in, in college? Yeah, very similar. And, and that's kind of the, we got our power play and penalty kill videos. So they'll send out videos of their, of their stuff before, before the week had started. And then we'll talk about it throughout the week and work on it in practice. And then, we like to focus on ourselves a lot, kind of just get everything on track for ourselves first. So then usually Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, we look into the other team and, and what their, their style of play is like and all that. But yeah, I think like you said, we can't, we can't look past St. Thomas as, as a new organization. It's, it's kind of cool because we were kind of in a similar position seven years ago and, and there's nothing we would have done or wanted to do more than to beat a team that's that's been that's been known to be pretty good. So I think they're going to come out come out hot and, and hope to prove to prove something to us this weekend so we'll be ready to go you talk about going in and you're practicing at oceanside you're playing at oceanside and i know you growing up in the community you've played games there as a kid can you tell us one what it's like to play at oceanside in real games with college fans and how unique that setting is and then take us to next season to what you expect to happen in your new building and what that vision is going to be like yeah you know it's it's definitely they 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 hype it up to you a lot that that Ocean Sun's super fun to play in and it and it lives right up to that expectation of it's it's like compact and loud and I I've only seen one game before I got here at the rink and it was it was super fun to be a part of so now to to play in a game with it it's it's definitely different than any other place that we've played this year and it's it's cool and unique and then next year it's we're super excited. I think all the players are excited for it and, and it's going up so fast. We drive past it every day and it's, it looks nice and it's, they're doing a good job of it. So we're excited to see what it, what it looks like in the final outcome. Cause ASU is known to, to go all out for this kind of stuff. So we're, we're looking forward to it. Speaking of looking ahead, PD, I'm surprised you didn't jump two weekends ahead to, uh, I know to I did. On. I was trying to get to that. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll just let you go. Then. No, Bemidji guys- State, Bemidji State Beavers are coming town and I know we yeah. don't get to talk about old home week much, but I'm from Bemidji. My dad was the head coach of Bemidji State for 45 years and back when it was a division three team. What about that arena? What about that arena? The name of the arena? <laughs> is the Robert H. Peters arena. It's my, right. named after my dad. So <laughs> really? I've got a lot of roots with Bemidji state and, and you know, Ernie Saratori is the head coach coming in. And that's I, honestly small town, good team. It's, it's a, I'm excited. I'm actually going to make it out to the rink to watch the Beavers that weekend. And I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and that's, what's exciting about this ASU team is, is the, the opponents, when you look through their schedule, I know they're not in the conference yet, but they have some outstanding opponents this year. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk about Qu- Quinnipiac in two weeks. They're, they're one of the top teams in the NCAA. You're getting Bemidji State, who's you know has been to the Final Four before. So their schedule's outstanding. And honestly, and I'm going to pander to our audience here, if you haven't seen a game at Oceanside, go. Because the hockey, is out, the hockey is outstanding. It's incredibly fast because you're so close to the action and the atmosphere is unlike any other sporting event in the city. So if you haven't had a chance, definitely go. So the point, and there was a question in there, Joshua, was talk a little bit about the teams you are playing and the opponents you have and how how good the schedule really is. Yeah, yeah. We're, our, that's one of the fun things about being independent this year is you get the op- opportunity to play like teams across the board that are all known to be top-end teams. So you look at... Bemidji, Quinnipiac, both have, have just beat North Dakota in the past three weeks. So 
they're both in contention to be top 10 teams. I think they both are top 10 teams, Bemidji and, and Quinnipiac. And then Denver's another team that, that we have already played, but we play again at home and, and we're looking forward to kind of giving a little pushback to them when they come back into our barn and, and hopefully we, we have a better outcome there. And then we go to Minnesota state who's, who's been known to be, to be the number one team in college hockey for how many years straight now. And, I think we were laughing the other day because because Johnny Walker tells us when he first went there to it was like their first season or second season in their new arena and he looked up at the scoreboard and their and their record at home was twenty four zero and one in wow. two years. Wow! And he's like that just can't be right. So so we're <laughs> looking forward to playing them too and I it's awesome you get to play against the best players in college hockey that are that are guys that are supposed to be impact players or players going on to the next level this upcoming year so it's been it's been awesome our schedule so far i have one more from me josh and and you know it was a big summer for you getting drafted by the coyotes and and the team is literally just down the street does it enter your mind at all do you think about the coyotes does it is is any of that part of your day-to-day life or is it just you know they're you're asu all the time all day and i'm not thinking about coyotes right now yeah, I think it's it's always going to kind of be in the back of your head with, with them being right down the street. But at the same time, I try to keep my, my focus as much as I can on here and, and the season we have ahead of ourselves. And I think that, that when the time's, the time's right for me to move on, we'll, we'll kind of know. And I'm not really looking forward or not looking past to that. I'm kind of trying to stay as much as I can in the moment with, with ASU. And I love it here, so... It's been awesome so far, and I'm excited to what what comes next for me here still. All right, Josh. Thanks so much for taking time out of what's, I'm sure, a crazy day for you. Every day is probably a crazy day for you. So (laughs) thanks for carving out the time for us. Thanks, and good luck this weekend, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. All right, bud. Take care. You too. All right. That was Josh Doan. That was awesome. That's exciting okay. stuff. Honestly, like when you talk about college hockey, like if hockey fans, it's not coyote hockey. It's not the same atmosphere. It's 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 it is such a small, intimate building. You have to go see these kids play. If you get an opportunity, go. And I know it's it's not very big, so not everybody can go, but if you get a chance to go see them play, go. I would say, especially, you know, when they play those Saturday games, when everybody that place is bananas for Saturday's games. It's absolutely bananas. It's an incredible atmosphere that you should check out. And, yeah. you know, ta- just relating it back to the Coyotes, I mean, Josh Doan is a Coyotes prospect. So not only do you get that awesome college hockey action in, in that environment, but you can, you know, we're, we're always talking about looking toward the future and hopeful bright spots. There's one right, right in our own backyard here um, for ASU. So really great to talk with him. For sure. Yeah. yeah. A few things going on, obviously, with the Coyotes as well, since we're we're talking, we'll, we'll probably finish up with a little bit of this. Um, a bit of news. I think everybody is aware of most of the injuries, but they lost, basically they lost four guys in that last game in Florida, which is, it's just insane. This was already a bare bones roster. And now you take Connor Timmons out of it for what looks like a very long time, eight to 12 weeks. Uh, Nick Schmaltz is going to be out for a little while here. Uh, Carter Hutton out two to four weeks and Ryan Dezingle. The Coyotes have their work cut out for them. We already knew this was going to be a really tough road trip. It just got tougher. Um, they, they've called up a few players. Barrett Hayton's here. He's going to play right now. He's centering a line with Lawson Krause and Clayton Keller. 
Uh, Cam Deneen is here. We'll see if he gets in the lineup. Ivan Prozvatov is probably going to play one of these two games in the back-to-back with uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the, and the Washington Capitals. So next man up, here we go. Yeah, and you look at the games tonight and tomorrow. You know, Tampa tonight, Washington tomorrow. This is no worries. Just the last two a, winners of the cup. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a tough, tough order in good situations. And one other thing, we're talking about this back to back. That I, I just happened to talk to um, Coyotes equipment manager Stan Wilson yesterday, and we talk about going back to back is always difficult on the road. Always, no matter where you're going, just because you got plane rides and hotels and late nights, it's difficult. But you got to take. Take, there's three cities that you have to take into account that the drive from the airport to the hotel and the arena is extremely long. And this is one of those situations. So to put the Coyotes into Washington, D.C. on the back-to-back is difficult because when you land, you've got 45 minutes to an hour to get to the arena. It's not a five or 10 minute drive. It's 45 minutes to an hour. And when you're getting in late at night after playing the Stanley Cup champions, Man, this these the guys aren't going to get to bed till late. The equipment's not going to get hung until late. It's going to be a really short night, and then you're going to be asked to play one of the best teams in the league the next day. I do not like the matchup tomorrow night. And not only that, they're playing three games in four nights. Well, it's not three games in four nights, though, because the, the third game is an afternoon game, so they yeah. don't even get 48 hours between game two and game three when they go to Carolina to play the Hurricanes, who are unbeaten right now. Yeah, and, yeah I tell you what. Do, they do not play well in that building anyway. They they have a bad history in that building. This is a brutal road trip, guys. The brutal schedule the schedule makers did the Coyotes no favors on that, and that's Shocking. by the way. I feel like we say that every season, Craig. That by the way, that game is on Halloween in Carolina, and you will be back in studio. The rumor Ooh. has it for Sunday. I will. And I'll be back I in just, studio on calendar. It Leah, correct me if I'm wrong. That is Halloween. It is Halloween. So I don't know. Is it costume worthy? I, oh, I don't know. buddy, buddy. Craig. I'm sorry. I am of the opinion that adults should not wear costumes. Well, Maybe that's, that's too bad. Because <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see what happens. We're going to have oh, fun. Lord. Lee and I may. Oh, we'll see where it goes from here. Anyway, but did you know who, who sponsors the PHNX Coyotes podcast? Well, I, I think we're going to hear. Support for the PHNX Coyotes podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX. And in keeping with ASU and Josh Doan theme, I'm going to keep it extremely clean today. Everyone out there, this deal is not going to last forever, and I'm not kidding. Time is running out. Don't miss out on the best deal in male grooming. Go to manscaped.com, and they really do have everything for your grooming needs, from shampoo and conditioner to foot deodorant to nail trimming kits to ear and nose hair trimmers, cologne, and, of course, everything you need for your keep your private areas trimmed and clean. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at Manscaped. Keep all of your parts trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. That was very clean, PD. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? And I got to say it. You, you, this is an audio-only podcast. We got to save the A material for the yeah. live shows. <laughs> for me well, and also, to live react. It's also a family show since the Doan family will be listening that to That is correct. Show. So we got we to keep it clean. I did keep that in mind that that's, Shane that's the only may be listening. That Keep it, that is, keep it clean. I did. So I, I, I think this, I'm excited to see where this ASU team goes. You know, they're, they're right around 500 right now. Um, they've got six of their next eight are at home. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an exciting season for that team and for Josh Doan. I'm going to, yeah, it's fun that we can keep an eye on him right down the road. It's fantastic for Coyote fans. 
So I'm glad we had him on. Great get. Definitely. Yes. And um, we are covering not just the Coyotes, but of course, ASU hockey as well. And you can find all of that coverage at gophnx.com. If you sign up to become a member, you get access to all the stories behind the paywall, um, all of Craig's written stories. There's also an entire ASU beat as well at PHNX. Um, So check that out. There's amazing merchandise, uh, the PHNX Locker, amazing new shirts this week um, from the Cardinals and the Suns. So hopefully a a new Coyote shirt is coming soon. But becoming a member gets you access to members' deals on the merchandise as well and access to our members-only Discord, which is very active daily um, as well. So become a member. Follow PHNX Sports across all social media platforms. Follow PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter. And uh, I I think that's all. Think that's all we got? Yeah, because we got to Lee and I have to hurry up, get ready, and we have to get yep. downtown. Yep. Craig just will. has to walk down the street. Yeah. <laughs> we will see you uh, after tonight's game. Win or lose, we will be ready. <laughs> and I think, yeah. well, yes, anyway. Yeah. We don't, we don't Enough have to said. I'll, you never I'll know, Leah. With, I'll be ready with my garbage can as well. Yes. 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 <laughs> Perfect. We'll see you in a few hours, Craig. Yeah, we'll we'll see everyone for post-game and have a great rest of your day. Until then.